0: You're back. Oh, what's going on with you? Hello, everybody. Today's episode. We're going to we're going to start off with some listener stories.
1: I got a good one. Uh, I had someone uh, message me. I'm trying to find his name real quick. Um, his name is Dom Blind Woman. He's from Anadarko, Oklahoma. He's, uh, let's see what tribe he is. He's uh, Cheyenne and Crow. That's a crazy mix right there. So <laughs> that should tell you about this story. I'm getting ready to read off. He sent this uh, story, and, and I thought it was pretty good, and I sure appreciate him listening and and giving us some <laughs> feedback. Okay, this is what he wrote. He said, hey Chris, I know you like to hear spooky stories, and I think I have one that you might like. I live in Anadarko, Oklahoma, so it was a couple months ago, and I have a pretty bad insomnia, and it comes and goes. So sometimes when it's bad, I'll roll up and smoke before I go to sleep. Anyways, it's like 4 a.m., and I go outside, and it's weirdly quiet. And I don't think anything of it, and I light up. Smoke, smoke. No. (laughs) Smoke a little here, smoke a little there. And on a corner, so I, if you're looking out the door, there's a street in front, and on the right, of the house I was smoking and I heard someone say hey in a loud whisper if that makes sense I looked and didn't see anything but I got an eerie feeling but when went back to smoking and not even two seconds later I hear it right behind me to the right and it said a little louder but still in a whisper, hey, I dropped my blunt and took off inside, getting chills. Went out the next day and my backwoods blunt was gone. Whoa. (laughs) So that uh, ghost must've smoked it up. Yeah, God. Didn't even leave him nothing either. That's rude. No.
0: (laughs) It's like that one where that guy, passed it remember uh-huh. to that ghost
2: oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so dang that's crazy that is a pretty crazy story though you got one
0: so they need some they, they need some medicinal stuff too <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got one um she wants to be remained anonymous but this one's about goat man I'm sure the episode of that's coming soon. kind of talked about Goatman a little bit. I think we're talking about Deer Woman. Because we're just kind of talking about entities that have those kind of... Cursed, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. But... I was born in Crow and raised in Washington State. Growing up, I heard the tales of Goatman. I would visit the... I would visit and hear from cousins about him. One summer, I was 15, and my aunt and crow—hold on—my aunt and crow asked my mom if I could babysit her kids for the summer. My aunt worked at the clinic. She one weekend, my cousin said she was going to take me out. Little did I know she was taking me to taking me 90 minutes away to to Northern Cheyenne Reservation long story short we got ditched by our ride and we had the idea to walk back and try to hitchhike hopping, hoping someone would pick us up
2: no nah, that's crazy
0: it's late and dark and we and we're walking this highway with three of us talking and hoping someone comes along and picks us up as we are walking this dark long highway i hear hooves walking the same beat mm. i didn't say anything at first because my cousin and her friends are take are talking I keep hearing them until finally being from Washington and not growing up on the res, I stop and ask, Do you hear that? My cousin said, keep walking. I tell her no, I hear hooves on the road like a horse like horse hooves. She tells me to shut up and keep walking. I'm completely bothered by the sound as we continue walking. Finally, I stop and turn around and look and the sound stops. My cousin whispers to me and says, we all hear it, ignore it, it's Goatman. Ooh. I don't believe her and think they're messing with me, and I yell, "I don't believe in you!" At that instant, I hear the sound of hooves running toward us, and the girls scream and start running away. Dang. I start running, and they tell me to run faster because it was Goatman. I pissed them off. A car comes, and the girls wave and stop the car, and the driver lets us in. After we were in, the, after we were in the car, the girls are telling this driver that Goatman was following us and how I made him mad. I still not thinking it was true. And the driver said, get away and go far from her after morning. We got dropped back off at our original destination and the girls and cousins told me Goatman had been following us for a while before I heard his hooves and they ignored it. And how was the ignorant one to acknowledge his presence and call him out and the reason he chased us? I didn't see him, but I heard the hooves on the road, something I will never forget.
2: Mm. Wow! Wow! Yeah. No, that's a that, that's uh, that's pretty epic, especially when you hear those hoofs. I've never heard. I've never, you know, had any experiences with you know, you know, besides one story that I've told before. But that's crazy. That's that's super crazy.
0: I know. I don't think I've ever heard a goat man story.
2: See, I, I've heard you know, like on uh, Monster Quest. I think they had a, maybe a. a type of episode like that but Mm -hmm. i haven't ever heard no goat goat man story so that's that's pretty interesting
1: Mm. yeah um i always like those kind of stories they're just uh very eerie and stuff but i have another listener story and of course uh she doesn't want to be uh, uh don't want to be named or anything on here so i'm going to keep it kind of general um she had told me this story that, you know, uh, her aunt passed away and uh, she uh, got, I don't know, what do you call it, awarded the her house, her aunt's house, after she passed away. And so, you know, she was kind of fresh out of school, you know, and anyway, she thought it'd be a good opportunity, you know, save some money, you know, move into that place, you know, and stuff like that you know so she moved in she fixed it up and moved in and she said uh, I believe uh, she was uh, came in one night from work and you know fixed herself something to eat and she got in front of her TV was sitting there eating out of the corner of the room she heard a real loud flatulism in the corner, yeah. and she thought, "Wow, oh, am I just hearing things, or was it on the TV, or what?" You know, and she continues to watch the TV, and I guess pretty soon uh, that, how you say, wavered over to her <laughs> and, and uh, gave her a good whiff, and uh, of course, it you know kind of made her sick to her stomach, and you know she she smelt that fart, and, you know, you, you know, she got up, and she said, dang, man, it might be something outside, you know, and, anyway, you know, but then she thought about, you know, it might be a gas leak, or might be, you know, one of the line, the sewer lines or something, might have uh, roots in it or something, so, next day, she had someone, you know, check it out, you know, and. Check out the gas line and the sewer lines, pipelines, and it was all good. You know, it was all good. So, you know, she just said, Well, maybe it's just something passing through or something. So, you know, next night, you know, she's uh, uh, laying in her bed and uh, she said uh, she's about ready to go to sleep. And she rolled over and again big old fart, you know, right by her head, you know, it was loud and it was stink, you know, and, uh, she got scared, so she went running out of that room, you know, and she was, you know, sitting there thinking about it and then she started getting mad, you know, because whoever this was or whatever it was, basically just farted in her face (laughs) Yeah, so she went in there and turned this light on, you know, to see if there was anybody in there. Of course, there wasn't nobody there. You know, she went outside, looked around, thought maybe it might be, you know, some kind of skunk or, you know, something. You know, there's an explanation, but then after she thought about it, you know, it kind of weirded her out. So she called one of her relatives that is an elder. Uh, in her tribe and she asked him she said well she asked him point blank you know can a ghost fart you know okay and, and you know of course he asked her to explain so she told him the story and you know he said well you know whose house are you in and she explained and you know said it was my aunt's you know and of course you know he said well you know you knew you know your aunt you know she had this uh I forget what, like stomach cancer or stomach disease that, you know, took her, you know, and, you know, in her last year or so, you know, it was really affecting her, her bowels and, you know, she would have, you know, basically uncontrollable uh, flatulism and it would be real bad, you know, it, it was just, you know, real sickly. Frank. Yeah, just real strong and. So he said, you know, it might be, you know, something like that might be her, you know, might be residual stuff. So, you know, she wanted to ask me the same question, you know, can, you know, ghosts do that? And, you know, I know they say residual, you know, a lot of times, you know, residual is, you know, kind of like a recording in the air. But, you know, to me, I don't know, you know, because, you know, she talks about the odor that goes along with it and you know the way she explains it's pretty bad so you know the only thing I could tell her was you know it might be you know might be your aunt you know spirit there for some reason some you know somehow you know and maybe there's something that you know she's trying to communicate with you on and so you know you might want to think about that so I thought that was a pretty good story and I thank everybody that's sending in these stories you know and and you know listening and all that kind of stuff a ho and my doe.
2: now that's pretty crazy though about you know a ghost farting you know I I couldn't help but laugh because I can just imagine her laying in that bed and you know it's almost like (laughs) (laughs) and you just it's like someone just like farts in your face like literally he's he's squatting down and farting in your face That's that's what I imagine when I started thinking about that that's just crazy though for that to you know for that to be so strong like do you think I guess I don't know if you asked her this question, but did you ask her? Maybe did her, did her uh, her grandma? Did she did she have a real strong presence about her? You know, when she was living, you know, or did you anything?
1: I didn't. I didn't have a chance to ask her. I didn't even think I was too busy, kind of listening to the story. You know, and I I, I really thought it was kind of a a cool story. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know you you always hear ghosts doing all other kind of stuff, and yeah, you know, I guess that too. Yeah. You know.
2: No, oh, that's pretty cool. Whoa. That is crazy, though. I mean, those those. I mean, the three stories that you know told her. It's so crazy because they're all different. You know, that's one thing I love about our show is just, you know, we get stories from everyone. You know, basically, you know, family members and things of that nature, and you know, they share stories like, like that. And, and the the story, and then also to the, uh, the the uh, the, the blunt story. <laughs> I mean, that's a crazy story. That really is a truly a crazy story. But, um, I guess Chris Russell, do you have one more story? Nobody.
0: No yeah. Stories? Okay. Yeah. Um. was a long one. Bear with me, everybody. I'm gonna try to. Everything should be right, but this is from the mom's down in. Uh, I met her. I. I. And she adopted like all of us as like her sons. But Donna Hall. Go follow her at break. Colonization 2021 on TikTok. But, so one time during a heavy thunderstorm with wicked lightning and darkness, my babies and I were heading back to Albuquerque from our res in North Dakota. MHA Nation. My son was five and my baby was around five months. She's a singer, as you know, but what many people don't know about her, she never spoke as a baby. No coos or a goos or nothing. She only sang and she sang words from whatever people she came from or from whatever people she just came from might even be just celestial, but she sang. I was just used to it. That's how my baby worked. So as we were edging out of edging out of the black Hills in South Dakota, we were almost into Wyoming, my car, which at the time was fully computerized and it was finicky I started having glitches and it shut off like a light switch. Thank God we were traveling at night because there was no traffic to worry about, but no cell phones. Then it was 3 a.m. and the only light was the full moon. I didn't even know it was a full moon. My son's window was cracked in about two inches, just barely. And we were stranded on the same side of the road where I luckily coasted up to. I tried to get out to go check on Ashley, but the door went open The car was totally dead and fear grew into my stomach. I tried to clown around and also calm my babies. Kyler was scared. Soon, well, a bit later, the smell filled the car. We covered our noses. I reached back to see if she was okay as I blurted out, "Uh, Ugh, gross. Like, what's the smell? She was silent. She was okay. Then she started to sing and that soothed us all into pure calm. Then Kyler starts to hyperventilate his shoulders up. And down, up and down, up and down, faster and smaller each time until he slowly turned his face towards me. And I watched as his hand reached toward my leg and his lips contorted into a straight, open, fearful grimace. His eyes full of terror, he made a movement that meant, Look, look behind me. So I did, and it was a dark, shadowy person looking in the window right beside me. Whoa. Wow. She stood, turning her head as if trying to see what the sound was coming from. I froze. I was frozen in terror for a minute until my baby really started singing loud and rhythmic. Yeah, rhythmic. the Bigfoot moved her attention to the backseat where Ashley was. I prayed so hard you don't even know, but somehow I knew she would be okay, that we would all be okay. Anyway, what seemed like an eternity, she sang and it watched. Yellow eyes turning turning a pink metallic blue once a while. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. She loved my daughter. Then she was gone as soon as she arrived. The car locks clicked, and I got the courage to go outside in the dark. Rain had turned to drizzle. The moon slightly covered over, and not another person, car, or house for many miles. Um, Buckhorn, Wyoming was about fifteen miles away, but still, that's far. So I sniffed the air, and no more wet dog or horse or cow poop smell. Just fresh rain on the grassy, muddy forest around me. So I rushed open to the door... My son kissed and hugged him, then went to my baby. I asked her, what was that? She smiled. I was amazed at her courage. I stumbled in a hole, almost dropped my bub. I put her back in the car seat and watched my steps. I was standing in a footprint. The water draining along the shoulder was slowly, slowly filling the indention in my foot was engulfed in its size. I froze for a second, gathered my thoughts, and then told myself, get out of there and get in get buckled up started the car thankfully with tears of amazement fear relief and calm i prayed the car to turn over and it did like new too. my son he was never so scared and safe before i said i know his window was still cracked i know she was yelling goodbye and thanking Ashley for her song because the cry that came out of her mouth i'll never hear her like that again it was lonesome sad powerful mournful but but at the same time grateful because Ashley was not only singing but reaching up at the window smiling when she was and so was the Bigfoot like they knew each other.
2: Hmm. Man.
0: And I for one think they might have.
2: Wow. That's a great story. Mm -hmm. Wow. Man, that's got me speechless. I'm curious. That's... You know, they, they say that, you know, Bigfoot does have some, you know supernatural abilities you know i've heard i've heard this is you know this might be something kind of you know off topic maybe we can talk about it another time but they do have the ability to do things mm-hmm. you know like disappear things of that nature but no mm-hmm. that's a great story that is a great story
1: this episode uh we wanted to talk a little bit about uh something that a lot of our listeners have asked us and requested us and almost begged us to do so you know, uh, these guys heard heard you guys' request, and definitely want to try to do our very best. You know, there's a lot of things we might leave out, but uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about Skinwalker Ranch, and uh, I don't know a whole lot about the ranch itself, but, you know, I know uh, they got several uh, TV shows, movies, you know, that are out there about Skinwalker Ranch, and... Uh, I understand you can also even uh, go out there and pay good money and do an investigation out there as well, but, you know, uh, with uh, several TV shows, you know, that I've watched on Skinwalker Ranch, that episode one, two, and three, you know, basically they're trying to find out, you know, what is roaming that Skinwalker Ranch, and they kind of give you the story that, you know, I guess the Utes and the Navajo didn't get along with one another and I guess the Navajos, you know, basically cursed that land. And um so that's why, you know, a lot of that paranormal activity happens out there. You know, they got a lot of different things, you know, you have what, cattle how do you say it? Mutilations. Yeah. And uh, they have, uh, uh, like, UFOs, but they call it something else. What U- they ca-
2: UAP, Un- it, Unidentified it? Aerial Phenomenon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Well, I'm going to be old school, and I'm going to say UFO. So, <laughs> uh, But, you know, they got a lot of, you know, lights, you know, flashing around out there. And, you know, they got, you know, different things roaming around and, and stuff like that. So... You know, I, I I watched that show. You know, and the cool thing I think about the show itself, you know, they got these. Uh, I don't I don't even know if they're real scientists, but they say they're scientists. Mm. You know, they got government workers. You know, out there that, you know, are trying to find out what's going on. But another thing I, I think is weird is. They talk about the men in black, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. show up, you know, if you're doing something you're not supposed to be, you know, will be a plane show up or, you know, these guys will start coming around, asking questions. And I, my understanding, they also have a military base near mm-hmm. there. Yep. And so, so that kind of makes sense, you know, I'm sure if you get too close to that base, you know, they'll send individuals out there, you know, and... Um, they got a lot of things like that going on, you know. Uh, so anyway, that's what that show kind of goes over. I don't know if you guys uh, got any
2: input on this or, or what. <clears throat> so when the so the show it's called uh, what is it? Hunt for the Skinwalker. I think is what the name of the show. Um, the history of Skinwalker Ranch. They don't really go into the history as much as um, as there is, um, but. The first ever account of anything ever happening at that ranch was in 1776, and it was from a Spanish, it was from a Spanish uh, Catholic priest. He goes up to the Utes and Ute Indians, and he goes, hey, I keep seeing this metallic structure flying in the air. What is that? And he asks the Utes, and the Utes go, well, that's our ancestors, you know, coming down to us and, and, and you know, watching over us. And that's kind of the you know the the description that he got. This is back in 1776. Well, and as you go, you know the years go on. There's all this stuff going on. Um, like I said, Chris mentioned the the UFOs and and you know the these creatures roaming around. And you know, Chris mentioned the you know the the beef between the Utes and the Navajo. According to 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 legend, um, the the Navajo and the Utes basically. Uh, I wouldn't say curse the land, but I'd probably say that's the only word I can think of. You know, they basically curse that ridge that's up above Skinwalker Ranch, and they call it the Path of the Skinwalker, and that's kind of how that became Skinwalker Ranch is is because of the you know the Utes and the Navajo and and they're beefing and they're you know they're doing medicine to each other and you know always you know not getting along. So as the years go on, that's the 1800. You get to you know obviously you get to like 1950. And this uh, couple buys the ranch. And when they buy the ranch, there's all this weird stuff. And, you know, they, de- they were denying, actually. This is kind of crazy. When, you know, when more recent times came up, they said nothing happened on that ranch. But all their neighbors were experiencing stuff. Well, there's a family that bought the, the land after them called the. Now, they had two names that people called them it was the Gorman family or the Sherman family. And the Sherman family, I'm going to call them the Shermans, because that's how I'm comfortable in saying it. Well, they bought the land. Um, and the the first week they moved in, nothing was happening. But the first, uh, I just heard a click, I'm sorry. I was like, dang, getting kind of spooked out. That's the front door, though. Anyways, um, so the first week they moved in, they noticed uh, off in the distance, the, the dad and the son were, you know, kind of getting stuff loaded up in the house and, uh, you know, trying to just get everything situated. And they noticed off in the far corner of the pasture, they see this black, like a, a big mass, and it's coming right towards them. Well, beginning of the week, they loaded all their cattle out there, out in this corral. And so when they, so when that, this black figure, it was basically, basically a big wolf. Big, big big dog looking creature. Mm. And this thing is just casually making its way up to the family. Well, when the the wolf gets there, the dad just pets the wolf on the back. You know, thinking and he's the way the, the, the Sherman the Sherman father mentioned was like, you know, this thing was like it's it was tamed. It you know, it, it sat, it you know, laid down. He said this thing was like tamed. It was like a house dog, basically. Well one of the calves was sticking its nose through the fence to sniff this, you know, just to sniff what's going on. And that wolf grabs the, the calf by its nozzle and tries to pull it through the corral. The dad and the son are beating on this wolf on the back, and they're really going to town, really like kicking it. Well, the son then goes and gets a gun and shoots it right into the, the wolf. And it didn't, the wolf didn't even flinch.
1: Mm.
2: And so they go back into the house and uh or the the son goes back into the house and he brings out this, you know, basically a you know big game hunting rifle, shoots this thing, and it finally let it go. But pieces of flesh came off too. He said it didn't wince, it didn't didn't even scream or cry. It just basically just walked it walked its way back to the to where it came from. And the Sherman father, you know, told this story um to Rob Bigelow. And all his his reporters, and when they followed this this wolf back into the where it came from, they followed the tracks all the way down to this creek. You know, there's blood. You know, they can see stuff. You know, it's flesh and blood. They know it's flesh and blood. They get to the creek, and as soon as this, they see the mud where the big old paw prints are. It's gone, mm. and they cross the river and the the creek. Couldn't find anything of it, but that flesh. When they got back, after they noticed it, it was decaying. Like, it was just, it shriveled up. The blood was gone. So, they know it was flesh and blood, but what was it really? Well, after the Shermans get it, they had a bunch of weird stuff going on. Like, um, for instance, the son and his friends were cutting lumber one day off a tree. They had it all nice stacked up about, about 100 yards from the house. They come back and that wood is moved back to where it was, where they mm-hmm. cut it. You know, another thing, the, the wife, um, she would go get groceries. She'd put all the groceries up. She'd go leave out the room for a second, come back, and the groceries are all back in the bags. You know, these things started escalating. And, you know, originally the, the mother said that, uh, that these uh, figures were walking outside the house at night. And she started noticing them outside, then she noticed them inside. So that's when she thinks... So we they did something, you know, to let them in, and they didn't know what they did. So they're telling this information, you know, all, all to Robert Bigelow, who ended up buying the the property, I think, in the 90s. And he he brought out all these... He had his own organization called NIDS. Like, it's N-I-D-S, um, which is like... I, I mean, it's like something you know, discovery of science Institute or whatever. I don't know. National Institute of discovery science, I think. And he buys this, he buys the land and he goes and puts all these corral panels because one thing that the farmer, the Sherman farmer, the Sherman family, they were having a lot of cattle mutilations. Like the cow, the cattle would have like eyes missing. You know, sometimes they'd have genital parts missing, um, certain organs missing. And, you know, they couldn't explain it. So the NIDS people brought in cattle mutilation experts, you know, cause that phenomenon, that phenomenon was all over the, the country mm-hmm. and, you know, so he brought those people in and they really, you know, you know, started really trying to do everything they can to figure this out and, you know, come to find out that, you know, once they did something to the ranch, it always re- retaliated. It always do something in return. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's, that ranch has so much weird, weird history, and, you know, there's a really good documentary called Hunt for the, I think it's the Hunt for the Skinwalker, I believe, it's a documentary by uh, Jeremy Corbell, Um, it actually, it actually uh, interviews Native people, and he gets, you know, he wants to know what this, what, what this Uinta Basin's about, you know, and he, he really goes into interviewing, you know, the Native lore, and, you know all this all this information that you know is is kind of left out when you hear about the sherman the the skinwalker ranch you you hear it just for oh it's this you know everyone thinks it's that one thing but it's a multitude of things and you know just to get your opinion on that russell when you hear that what do you what do you think you know after the, kind of the information
0: where is it where is skinwalker ranch utah it's in utah <clears throat> and i didn't know it dated back that far and why is it called Skinwalker Ranch? Like why did they pick that name to call it?
2: Because the 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 Navajo and the Utes or the really it's the Navajo they would they would they would basically curse that they curse that land oh, okay. and and they use skinwalkers to mm, okay. harass the Utes. Okay. They
1: also have um caves down there that even today they say people that are practicing that kind of uh medicine, I guess what you might say. Mhm. You know, they use those caves to, I guess how you say, initiate themselves into that skinwalker, I don't know you call it, skinwalker cult or whatever, whatever you want to call it, you know. I don't mean no disrespect to anybody that's practitioner or whatever might be listening to this, but, you know, again, this is just the general information that I know of that, you know. Yeah, had several, you know, uh, ghost shows that go, went out there and did their investigations. You know, and some of them even went into some of those caves and, you know, they would see altars and, you know, ash, you know, burnt, you know, and, and sacrifices in there. And, you know, of course, they always say that was, you know, uh, uh, somebody practicing that kind of, I don't know, what would you call it, uh, witchcraft or, mm-hmm. you know, Indian medicine you know, however you want to refer to it, you know, they would be practicing that. You know, also um, on there, you know, you have a lot of sightings of those kind of entities as well that roam roam that that land. You know, and and you know, they talk about you know some of those skinwalkers. They're like shapeshifters. You know, they uh, not only are wolf scary looking wolves but they can be other entities you know other like animals you know but there's always something different about those animals that you know you know you know know for a fact that that is one of those shapeshifters you know there's just something different about that animal you know that, that you will see and you know if you ever travel you know around that way or around Navajo country or Pueblo country or Apache Country or, you know, Pima's or any of those tribes that are down in that area, you know, they all have stories of those skinwalkers, and they all have different beliefs of them, you know, but, you know, basically it's all the same. You know, there were good ones and bad ones, you know, and kind of talking about the skinwalker, I don't know what you call folklore or mythology or however you want to say it you know, my understanding that the skinwalker in itself wasn't didn't start out evil you know, it was it was a war tool, my understanding you know, to help them get from point A to point B because you know, you had a lot of tribes in that area that didn't get along with one, an, mm-hmm. one another, so they would use this ability to survive if they had to travel into enemy territory and so the original skinwalker was not evil that's what I was told but you know again that's what I was told so Mm -hmm. you know uh, nowadays you hear more of the negative side of you know these skinwalkers you know the the bad side about it but you know, if you talk to some of those older ones, you know, they, they had, you know, better stories of them. Or, you know, they consider them uh, practitioners. They can also heal you, you know, of some sort. So, you know, it wasn't always, you know, a bad thing, you know. You know, like I said, you know, there's many different tribes down that area that kind of practice that. That style of of uh, Indian medicine, as you might say, um, I was uh, down around that. I forget how you say it. Santa Ana Pueblos mm-hmm. down over there by you know uh, Santa Fe on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at their reservation uh, for some training and a conference, and. Uh, you know first first time i got there there was some ladies i used to work with and you know at these health clinics so they know who i was you know <laughs> they, they said dang that guy he's here so, and uh one of them said you know you're always asking about scary stories you're always doing this you're always doing that so we're gonna show you so we're gonna take you out and they telling me those stories about those skinwalkers around that reservation and uh Anyway, I was really listening, you know, and they said, you know, if you want to, said, uh, we'll take you to a place that our people, you know, consider, you know, where our, our skinwalkers roam around, you know, but there's, they said there's rules to it though, said, uh, you know, one, you know, you gotta go with good intentions so if you have good intentions, then you'll have a good visit. But if you go with bad intentions, you know, you're going to have a possible uh, bad visit or may not come back at all. And they was warning me of that, you know. And anyway, they also said that, you know, if for whatever reason one of these bad ones show up, you will know said, uh, you'll get that scary feeling. And that's the first kind of, how you say, telltale signs Mm -hmm. that they're around. Then they said, also, if you hear whistling, you know, out there in that desert, Mm -hmm. said that means they're, they're coming or they're around. You know, they're trying to communicate with you and uh, they also said now listen to that whistle listen to it very closely because the closer the whistle is to you means the farther the way they are so if you hear that whistle right behind your ear that means they're far off Mm -hmm. so you know that they're just warning you you know but if you hear that whistle and it's in the distance you know, it's Oof. super close to yeah. you, so God. you better watch out. Oh. So, anyway, you know, of course, I was sitting there listening to them, and, you know, of course, me being me, I was pumped up, you know, and <laughs> I said, well, let's go do this then. And they said, are you sure? And they asked me about three or four times, and I said, what are we waiting for? So, anyway, uh, one of the ladies, she got a, I don't know what do you call it, kind of like a souped-up golf court, cart. <laughs> Yeah, like it,
2: a oh, like a like a Polaris or whatever they call those yeah, things with uh, the roll cage on it.
1: Yeah, I think it went like forty-five miles an yeah. hour or something like that. It wasn't like super slow, but it didn't go super fast. So we was cruising through that de- desert. And she took me to by this uh, river. She said, you know, a lot of a lot of these guys they'll they'll uh, practice stuff down here by this river. This I forget what the name of that river. Anyway, and you know she's. Start taking me in different places, uh, kind of telling me, you know, a little bit of history of that that reservation, and you know where some of these good ones go. And then she starts showing me where, you know, if you needed, you know, one of these. I don't know how you say. I don't want to say evil, but I'll just say not so good practitioner. You know. And maybe you have a, a grief with somebody or uh, need to settle something, you know. You go over here, and, you know, you leave certain things. So she was taking me through that area, you know. And I was just curious, you know, of course, me being me asking, you know, crazy questions, you know. And I said, well, how can you call them to you? How do you get them to you? Oh, That's what I want to know. I said, I want to. I want to see one, you know, I'd like to just, you know, and about that time, she said, don't, don't, don't ask that, you know, she said, because you just asking that right now, you're going to start seeing them. Mm. And we was way out, you know, in this desert, you know, part, you know, way from the hotel, you know, and we're in this little, like I said, it was like a little golf cart. (laughs) And uh, sure enough, you know, after she said, right after she said that, you know, we start seeing these shadows. You know, kind of off in the distance. And they were fast. And uh, I was sitting there thinking, man, are those spirits or are those people just, you know, running around out here? Because this was a conference and you had Indians running around. So you might have some wild stuff going on. (laughs) I don't know. But (laughs) But anyway. Like like that
2: Res Dogs uh, episode? I don't know. I was (laughs) like, (laughs) dang. I'm so
1: smoking stuff off. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I a like, "Dang!" Babe,
2: start telling off on yourself now. I don't know
1: it, but anyway, I start seeing those shadows, and she starts seeing them, and you know, she started getting on to me. She said, "Why would you even ask that?" Now look at them; they're running around. We saw one, and this thing had lights, kind of like a little car, you know. And we seen this one run right past our path, and it was very evident. We both saw it. And we both looked at each other, and I said, well, slow down. I said, I want to see if I can possibly get a picture or, you know, something. You know? She goes, are you crazy? <laughs> and uh, about that time, we heard a whistle, and it was pretty close. Then I asked her, I said, did you hear that? And she said, yes. She said, we're, we're getting out of here now. I said, well, it sounded, you know, real close. I said, can you slow down maybe? I can take a picture. And she goes, no. She said, if you want to take a picture, you get out. And I said, all right. All <laughs> you right. got so, out <laughs> in you know. <laughs> so so she, she's flooring this thing, you know, going back to the hotel. And you can hear it really, you know, maxing out, you know. But, you know, it, you know, again, it maxed out at like 45 miles an hour. And, you know, so we're going. And these shadows are getting closer and closer. And that whistling is getting further and further away and she's she mentioned that she goes man these things are getting you know getting near us she said i'm gonna try my best to get us back to the hotel as quickly as we can and uh i was kind of sitting there thinking well i'd like for her to kind of slow down but you know she's already pumped up and upset and everything so we finally uh made it back to the hotel but right before we uh... got probably i don't know a good distance from the hotel we could see the hotel actually we heard that whistle and it sounded like it was way in front of us and about that time we seen another one of those black shadows run right in front of our our headlights and it was probably only ten feet away God. and course she uh, turned that golf cor- cart and almost flipped us but you know we went you know around and we finally made it to the hotel and of course she was mad that you know she thought I was provoking them but I wasn't you know I was just wanted to try to take a picture see if I could catch one you know and on camera or something but so you know I do believe that those things are out there you know and And, you know, whatever was out there in that desert, you know, at this reservation, I know it was real because Mm. there was many of them. And they were, you know, very visible. And the thing about it was every time you would spot one, it was like you would automatically get a cold feeling. So I know whatever or whoever this was, Has some strong mojo, Mm. you know, because that mojo, you know, you could feel it. You know, there was no misunderstanding of that feeling. And so, you know, I I do believe those things are, are going on, you know, and maybe if that's that Skinwalker Ranch, you know, like they said, you know, maybe these tribes didn't get along. I don't know. But, you know, if someone cursed that land... The thing that I think that these shows are showing is that there is proof of the unknown mm-hmm. you know when they say they curse something, they're gonna make sure nothing grows there, nothing's prosperous there and if you even watch those episodes of this uh Skinwalker Ranch episodes, you know they talk about how they try to put cattle out there they get cut up. Mm-hmm. They try to, you know, raise crop, you know, they get no good, you know, and they even try to do scientific experiments. And you got people from NASA out there, you know, doing these tests. Mm-hmm. Now their equipment will work. And Again, like, what it, does that curse say? Yeah. You know, the curse says nothing's mm-hmm. going to succeed out there, no matter what you do. So whoever put that on that land I believe it's so you know cuz those old ones in that time they had power Mm -hmm. and I have said that before you know those old ones they had it it's us that don't know how to do anything you know we were weak I don't care what tribe you go to we're all weak you know compared to our ancestors you know because those guys lived right they did things right, you know. Even when they had to do something like this, it was for—I don't want to say good cause—but there was a reason mm-hmm. behind it, and they took it serious, and they did what they had to do. And to me, these shows are showing that that is real, yeah. if that makes sense to you.
2: Well, you know, like you mentioned, some of the like the, they brought out the guy from NASA. And he's straight out of Alabama, like the headquarters of NASA, and <laughs> but the uh, but the headquarters, and he you know he goes out and does these different tests. I mean, they use air balloon, they use these these big old balloons to try to get this meter up. And one thing that they did find out about a mile up, everything dies. Literally, a mile up from on top of that Skinwalker Ranch, everything dies. Batteries run out. You know, that's one thing that I find kind of crazy about that ranch is like they go to these different homesteads and there'll be spot radiation. Yep. Like, they went to homestead two, I believe, and at the in the first season, and one of the guys gets radiation poisoning. Yep. And he got radiation burns. he had to take him. They had he had burns on his face, and they had to take him to the hospital, and he he couldn't be out there for like a week. And you know. Another crazy thing that you know that I thought when they did an experiment was they did this experiment with the water. Chris, remember mm-hmm. when they dammed the water up and moved it into this? Because there was this hole, there was all these branches on top of this hole. Well, they uncovered the uncovered the the hole, and they put this green dye. They dammed up the water to push it in this into this hole. Well, they put this green dye. That water was nowhere to be found. They couldn't find that water, and it had green dye. I mean, it was like dark green. It was like as green as that. Baja Blast maybe greener than that and that water was gone and they looked all over that ranch to find where that water was coming up because there was a creek that goes on the south side of the property Mm -hmm. so they ran all these experiments and, and, and to me and just my opinion of it I think that that is the that is proof that you know when Chris talks about you know things being doctored or cursed or you know Medicine, whatever the phrase you use, that's the proof and that that because that's what all the thing I thought when I was watching those episodes was this is just proof that the stuff that you know indigenous and natives been doing for a long time is real because you can't your electronic equipment you know all the stuff that we got here could be turned off in an instant so just uh, Russ I'm just kind of curious on what your opinion of just kind of stuff that because I know that you you you're uh, you're coming in blind a little bit.
0: No, I believe it. Um, I don't know. It's just a feeling you have like it's real, like growing up hearing all this stuff and then hearing about Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, if it's cursed, then no doubt it's going to be. I don't know too much about the curse thing until we started this, though, because I never really looked into it, but hearing all these things about nothing succeeding and then that's what happens. Like you're talking about the, what the balloon? Going Basically,
2: out. it was a it was a radiation so thermometer all,
0: all around there. Even in the air, like mm. everything's just dying or dead or just does not succeed. And so, it's crazy. But I was going to bring up you talked about the whistling thing. So, Rob, from Classic Wolf, we had an episode on Oki Podcast because I have. Halloween episodes coming up but we were talking about how he did an episode like they might have been in May or something June but he's a security guard and he lives in Sacatone Arizona I think that's how you say it if I'm wrong correct me Rob but him and his buddy were driving way out somewhere checking on some property and they were doing an episode and they were doing like a I guess a spooky episode. He does like those every once in a while. And he said that they were driving and you could hear it. Like the sounds kind of distorted because they're driving and it kind of just, you could hear the car, like the wind put like, and they're trying to talk through the wind, but in the distance there's whistling. And finally, like the guy that's with them, hears it. He's, he's saying, you hear that? And it's like this faint whistle. It's like way out, but you could still hear it on the mics Mm. and they kind of slow down and it's like whistling. It'll go for a while and it'll stop and it'll start whistling again. But it's like a continuous long whistle. Mm. And I think they get out and they whistle back to it. And it was like, I think it was evening time. So it was becoming nighttime. I don't know how close it was to like actual darkness, but. He said they got out and they did I believe they did whistle rob if i'm if I'm wrong on that, then let me know, but I believe they did whistle back, but he thought it was l p s that were whistling to them, and i and I think he said like it was getting like it was farther than closer you know all that stuff, and finally like they were just going going and going and going, and they kept hearing it like it was just with them, and then finally like. Maybe they weren't working. I can't remember if they were working or not, but they eventually just jetted back out and like left were like left whatever they're doing. And but that whistle was there and you could hear it on the it's like it's so like the wind is so powerful in that but you could hear it like just this faint whistle in the distance. And then he was saying, like, yeah, I think it's LPs. I think it was LPs that were out there. But after hearing that, your story about the skinwalkers and then in that area, I didn't even think of that, but I, I don't know too much about skinwalkers anyways. And I've heard a few people from I have some stories that there were some in the desert near the school, but then again, I don't know how true those are either. I don't know if they were making them up or if they were, like, for real. Like, they were out there messing around, and they ran back to the school and told everybody that they seen this, like, tall, like, almost like a bushman or something. It was really mm. weird. They couldn't really explain what they seen, but it was out there. Mm. So I don't know.
1: You know, on one of those episodes, um, uh, they had, what was it? Goats. Oh out there yeah. And that something can they had it on video. Something came out there and tried to get that goat. And, um, of course, you know, they had all kinds of cameras on it and, they were able to go out and kind of I don't know save that goat, but dang whatever it was took a big old chunk out of mm-hmm. that that goat, and they couldn't figure out what it was because it didn't have any characteristics of any of the predators that are supposedly in that area. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and it had like a it was like claws, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and so you know when they studied it, and that that's why I was saying you know that's cool that they got these supposedly professional uh, investigators out there doing these studies you know that know you know like these different predator bites and scratches and all this stuff to prove that you know maybe mm-hmm. you know this is something other than a, a, a predator yeah. of that sort you know out there you know and it goes back to you know to me for me it it verifies, that you know that spiritual realm you know that spiritual battle you know I always refer to it you know using that Indian medicine you know and in doing things you know and I don't know if uh, you guys can find this but Ghost Adventures had this episode there in Navajo country and they had caught uh, this beam by this uh, waterfall or not waterfall but just centered by this house and it shows up and then it disappears shows up and disappears like a
2: ghost or is it just a, or is it like a f- flesh and blood type thing
1: it's a spirit, spirit and they've got it and um to me you know this happened on Navajo reservation mm. you know and to me I thought that was a prime example of of those skinwalkers that I encountered at that Santa Ana Pueblo reservation.
2: While he's looking that up, um, you know, I, I, that one episode I think is pretty crazy is the one where they get the cat the, the cattle that died by heart attack or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they they're in the meeting or in their little like what do they call it the command center or whatever they you know some goofy you know name or whatever yeah and they look up remember and they see the the that cow There's all those clusters of those cows because one thing too that. You know something's around is when cattle lump together. Yeah. That's number 1 thing and and that cow that died and then they went over there and they basically tested it for radiation and the radiation was like off the charts on mm-hmm. that cow. And mm-hmm. you know, in the prior in the second season they come back and that cow is all, you know, no one no predators have ate that cow. Mm. So whatever whatever it had done, you know, or whatever, you know, had killed this cow, you know, no, none of the other local predators—coyotes, you know, foxes—none of that stuff. They wouldn't eat it. I thought that was pretty crazy, you know, in that episode. Because you, in the very top corner, you can see a little metallic uh, mm. shape. I can't remember what episode. That's in the later part of season one. Then they come back and revisit it in, in season two. But you know, that to me is so crazy. You know, that that cow literally was just with its with its herd, and they all got herded up in this corner. And then sent all the, the herd of cattle then moved back to the other por- uh, part of the pasture. And that one cow literally just falls over. Yeah.
1: The thing I think is cool about it, that whole show, though, they'll have pictures of, they, they consider it like UFOs. You know, they'll throw like a light in the sky yeah. or a kind of like a black entity in the sky. To me, that's that spirit of that old medicine, though. Mm. It's not no UFO, you yeah. know, because... That thing appears right before something happens. Exactly, and that's that. To me, that's proof right there about those spirits that you can conjure to do things with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, to me, you know, people always say, "Oh, it's UFOs, or it's, it's got to be from outer space, or you know, like they showed that diagram of how far it goes up." You know, that's it's that's a, it, its yeah. domain mm-hmm. right there it, it's been put on that land to make sure nothing succeeds and you know to me that to me you know this is just my opinion and i don't mean to offend anybody but that's the my opinion you know that that is proof that whatever curse they put on there that it's real
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know people don't want to believe that they want to believe it's all this other stuff but you
2: Extraterrestrial know, what, type stuff.
1: Yeah, and all those negative things that show up there, they all have the same. Uh, we call it. It's all relevant, mm. you know, to cause nothing to succeed there. Yeah,
2: yeah. That Skinwalker Ranch, you know, is is something else. You know, it's just, you know, they did so many experiments. You know, I mean, they even did the the bottle rockets. Mm-hmm. They even tried to put bottle rockets up there, and they got those the bottle rockets that are like. You know, monster size and, you know, you, they go up like two miles in the air. And these things were literally at a mile just just dying.
1: I would love to have those, though, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> I'd be blowing some
0: stuff up, boy. <laughs> they don't have it on here.
2: Oh, the video from Ghost Adventures? No.
0: <clears throat> they just have a bunch of voices and look what we caught on this camera.
1: Did you look up like uh, Ghost Adventures and Navajo Nation?
0: I put Navajo Reservation, Navajo, Navajo Nation. The same stuff just pops up all the time.
1: Mm. Let me see what maybe they
0: don't what? want the real.
2: Yeah, uh, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to show the real stuff. They just want to. They want. They want to see a fake hand touch Zach. What is his name? Zach Baggins? Yeah. Let's see. might have to. I had to bleep that out and come come and get us. What did you say? I said name. Is that Zach Baggins, whatever his name is? Oh. had to beep that out, so he ain't coming for us. He
0: didn't do nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know they got one of those shows. I don't know which one it is, but what what it is is they go to this house on the Nav- Navajo Reservation. They have a trailer next to that house, and it has stuff in there, too, but right in front of that trailer in, in front of that house, there's a circular thing and something always appears and then it kind of like disappears. Mm. And to me, you know, all the stories I've heard about, um, uh, skinwalkers, that right there should be proof enough. Yep. But yeah, yeah. You know, if you guys have time, I would scroll through and watch all those ghost adventure ones that are on Navajo reservation. And, uh, What's also cool about that that Navajo guy that's on that show. He's got Bigfoot shirt on, <laughs> and I said, "Man, that's awesome!" I, I, he's got the only Bigfoot shirt I've ever seen that I ain't got. So, got, I got all. I, of. I got most mostly all of them. Ain't got
2: to catch them all, huh? I know it. <laughs> what it look
0: like?
1: I know it was red and black, and has Bigfoot, and you know, it has some kind of like. Uh, Southwest design on mm. Ooh. so I want that's that wicked. shirt. So if you guys know where that shirt's at? Let me know. Hit me up. Sure, make it for him. Yeah, so, um, so. <laughs> I know. Make it, make it for him now. No, uh, hold you hostage. You know. <laughs> but no, uh, you know I, I think that's cool. You know, a lot of these. You know, um, they also had another ghost show that went out there, and I can't remember what the name of that one. But they stayed, like, a whole month out there, and, you know, they caught all kinds of different spirits, you know, on that uh, Skinwalker Ranch, and, you know, they b- mainly focused on spirits, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool, but, you know, the the thing I thought was was awesome was all the spirits that they had roaming around, you know, and they, they referred to it, you know, there was a lot of battles that was taking place, mm-hmm. so they think... It's the spirits of those old, you know, tribal people that, you know, went to war with one another, and which, you know, it, it could be, but, you know, to me, you know, the way those shadows moved, they weren't in war. You know, they were roaming. Yeah. They were on the hunt. And, uh, man, I wish, I, I want to say it was like uh, Ghost International or something like that, hmm. you know, one of those shows, and. I watched that and I thought that was pretty cool and I just to me it was just another example of you know that this stuff is really real yeah. you know it's a, they've got a lot of different entities on that property that causes havoc you know and again to me I relate it back to the original curse yeah. you know whether whatever I haven't heard a story that you know they did um military exercises on that property too so it's probably a lot of fallout from those uh we call it those atomic bomb mm, yeah you know and radiation from those bombs that they put out that's causing you know all that stuff but you know again you know the original curse was way before the yeah that was so, a long time ago so that to me it's still you know it still trumps even if it is atomic stuff, you know.
2: I'll tell you what's pretty wicked too, though. Maybe and this is something maybe you might know something about this, but when they did the, so in the house they were doing some testing near the house, the main house where where, where there's a pe- there's people that stay there now, like they live there. They're like the caretakers of the land. They found this concrete box. It was basically a concrete square box. With the with the, uh, in the middle, like there's nothing that can get in this thing, it's con it's sealed. And you know the the people that are living there, are like yeah, we always hear something down there, like moving around. Well, then they go down there, and there's like their meters are spiking up, going crazy, you know, like going off the charts. And they go and open up this this cement box. And Chris, I don't know if you remember this or not um, from that. I think this might be end of season one. They open up that box, and it was literally it looked like. Almost like a sacrifice. Like there was little, there was like a, a, how I say this? Wood, but it was all charcoaled up, and it looked like a ceremony of a sorts in this box. So I don't know who could get in there and get out. You know, I guess we do know. I guess we know, but we know who could. But basically, they get into that box, and it smells like smoke. It smells like sulfur. It has this like terrible smell. And the guy started, and one of the guys I actually, I think, passed out. He smelled it, and he was in there for a little bit, and he started kind of dazing out, and they had to pull him out. But, you know, it looked like, almost like an effigy, like something type of, you know, like a, you know, like, it's in like in a circle, there was all this dust here, and you, you could tell that no one had been there in a while. But, literally, there was, you know, there was no dust. Like, I mean, there was dust, but I'm saying, like, there wasn't any dust around this little thing. It was like a little like wood, a little bit of, uh, I guess you would say grass, you know, the stuff that you can kind of burn that starts fires, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they found bone down there, in there, mm-hmm. in this concrete box. So, you know, Chris, I don't know if you, you want to speak on that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they had a lot of weird stuff, you know, like that. You know, again, you know, to me, it it's just another proof that, you know, that neg- negativity is real you know, even, you know, even the things that you explain, you don't have to be a a genius to figure out, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody did something there at that property. But the thing I really liked, and, you know, this is just me, you know, again, no, no offense to anybody or anything like that out there. Uh, You know, they talk about the original home, you know, the home that's out there now, that's the second home. The original home, it was so bad, all the all the paranormal stuff happened so bad, you know, they just left it as is. And to this day, you know, it's still, you know, people just kind of ignore it. But they went out there to investigate it, you know, and as soon as they got out there, you know, that one guy, he, he started getting dizzy and almost fell out, and they, you know, had to take him away from there, you know, again... You know, to me, that's proof right there. You know, there is something there that's not playing. It's it's it's, it's letting them know, you know, that it's there. You know, every, and he's not the only one that experienced it. They had several of those guys. That
2: hand, remember the field hand with the gooseneck, goose? Uh, yeah. The, he got that bulging head or whatever. I know,
1: it stretched his head out. He still went back out there. I said, dang, man, I don't know about that. that. white boy crazy. I I know. <laughs> Stretch my head out. I think i to leave it alone. That's a
2: God. He's the one, and that's so crazy about that guy. He'd always be like, All right, let's go ahead and dig. It's like, Come on, fool. Last time you, you know, last time y'all was digging, you look like Conehead, man. <laughs>
1: that spirit just went, <laughs>
2: <laughs> He
1: quit digging after that, wasn't it? I said, Man, that's crazy. But you know, if any of our listeners, you know, are listening to this and you guys got stories about them maybe. You guys gone out there and, you know, you know, traveled out there and visited. Let us know if you've been out there, you know, because my understanding there are people that's gone out there and got to visit and, you know, experience things. And they even did a ghost investigations out there. And I, I know Halloween's coming up. You guys want to send someone out there, let me know. You know, if y'all want to send me out there. I'll mm-hmm. be
2: more than happy to go, crispy out there. Crispy out there, going nuts. I already know he be going
0: crazy out there. I be
1: coming back with my head stretched out all kind of ways. No.
0: holding it, doing well, the pods. <laughs> <holding> the <head. laughs>
2: Talking about the, the little shrunken heads,
0: you know. It'll be like a snake, <laughs> <laughs> holding that <it>, bottom part. <laughs>
2: yeah
1: but yeah they they got a lot of weird stuff that go on but you know to me i like watching these shows because you know they they think it's everything else but you know going back to the original thing Mm -hmm. it's that curse guys
0: yeah
2: russell any final thoughts man on on skinwalker ranch
0: a lot of great info i know it's real and i i mean it is it's got to be that curse and there's so much that goes on there. When you guys talk about the UFOs, like, would you say back in the 1700s, they, the guy seen, he he uh, said it was a metallic deal mm-hmm. looks that like a flew across the mm-hmm. sky. That made me think of Nope, that movie Nope. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that, Chris? Huh. Man, you got to watch Nope. It's really, I liked it. I liked Nope. A lot of people didn't like it because I guess it just, they are expecting it was, it something. It was weird. It was weird. They're was expecting awful. something like yeah. real, like little aliens, I guess. But like the final, like I guess, big movie monster was. I liked it. It was different. It was. Um, yeah. It was a lot of things that people describe as like like an angel. I guess that's what I thought it was too. I thought it was an angel or something. But but I mean, it was like this giant. I don't know. This something you can't. Be, it wasn't like a human shaped thing. It looked like drapes. It was just. It was just like this giant, like something like you would only probably never see in this world. And mm-hmm. it's really. It was. It was a really cool like build up to it, and it kind of reminded me like you guys talk about Skinwalker Ranch. Like that ranch. Like it kind of like it makes me think of like Skinwalker Ranch. Like mm-hmm. what the ranch they were living on, and this mm-hmm. thing was there just causing destruction almost but it was a living thing that was so dominant like that was its place mm-hmm. i mean you got you got to watch i don't want to spoil it for you but yeah you got to watch it
1: yeah even uh, one of those uh, episodes they took them took all those scientist dudes to um one of those local reservations that they had hey uh, said it higher graphics oh uh,
2: um, like uh, n- not like uh, st- hieroglyphics I think or yeah,
1: stone yeah. paintings or something like yeah, that yeah stone paintings of uh, you know the, the old ones and, and aliens mm-hmm. on there and you know they had these are old old drawings mm-hmm. and you know so you know some of them might be I don't know but you know I, I want to believe and it's just my opinion that don't have nothing to do with you know aliens it has to do with that curse and maybe those that they called upon those aliens to curse that land. I don't know. You know, again, you know, what entities that do these things? You know, they come from all different places. So you know, maybe maybe they talk to you know those sky people to do something like that.
2: I don't know. So yeah, for sure. You know, I I, I you know I've had a lot of people you know reach out to me like, hey, I know you know some things about Skinwalker Ranch like yeah, because I'm I'm really you know I love watching those shows and I, I you know I heard the, the the documentary that I watched was the Hunt for the Skinwalker um, Another thing I guess I'll plug George Knapp back in 2005 he actually interviewed Bob Bigelow and uh, all his his scientists and people and you know he wrote a book about it you know he wrote a book about his his times because he was visiting there all the time. If you don't know, if you don't know who George Knapp is, he was coast to coast radio host for a lot of years after Art Bell, um, and then he also now works in Vegas as a investigative journalist. So he wrote a book. It's, I think it's called Hunt for the Skinwalker. I believe is what the name of the. It's weird how they're all named the same thing, but mm-hmm. but yeah, there's the book that was written in 05. Then you got the documentary that came out in 2019, I believe, right before COVID. Then you got the show that Chris and I have been kind of talking about. Back and forth, but uh, no, good episode. I like this. Yeah, it was. You know, you know. I didn't. I didn't put it into. That's one thing I like about hearing Chris's opinions on things, is I didn't think of it. That I didn't think of it as a curse. I thought of it as extraterrestrials, but you know, as I you know explain the history of things, you put it in perspective. Like, oh, that makes total sense of why. All this weird... I mean, they're seeing Bigfoot. They're seeing Dogman or werewolves. They're seeing uh, lights in the sky. They're seeing lights coming from the tunnels, from the caves in the, in the path of the Skinwalker on this ridge. They're seeing lights come up. I mean, they're, you know, there's random holes being d- uh, dug up in the pastures. Cow mutilations. Like, oh, this makes total sense. This, mm-hmm. the, these people ain't supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that Art Bell... That radio thing was real.
2: Which one? What do you mean?
0: Remember when that guy called in and wasn't he like being abducted or something?
2: Oh, dang! That might hey, that might be a topic for another time because that's mm-hmm. a we could you know that because that's a that's a great topic. Yeah. Basically, this guy stole. Was it? Was it Transformers or something? There's I two so. different. Yeah, he There's stole. There's two different ones. Yeah. But yeah, you might be talking about the the guy one where the guy he was basically getting abducted every night basically yeah have you heard of that that? Mm. art bell no
0: it's a radio show right
2: back in the i think it's i want to say back in the day like it's 80s 90s Mm -hmm. it's i don't i know someone else hosts it now i think it's george nori that hosts it now but but uh yeah that was wicked because then there was another one where the dude was like hey i stole converters to time travel
0: Mm. i heard that one once I i have to hear it again
2: yeah, I haven't heard it in a long time. Well, th- this is another thing, too, that they're, you know, not to be all conspiracy guy, but that's kind of who I am. They're deleting all those interviews of, of those people. I well, can't find real? them anywhere. Oh,
0: damn! I was going to show you after this, but if you can't find it, then. Yeah,
2: because I, I, I looked up. I tried to find Coast to Coast because I was going to listen. Because, you know, eventually, guys, we're going to do an episode with Missing 411. Mm-hmm. That's coming up. That's in the – That's in. we all have been doing our research on it. It's going to be a very long episode. There's going to be a lot of cases. You know, Chris Chris has got some stuff. I know Tyler's got the movie analysis. Um, I have cases that I've been researching, and, and I know Russell has things that he wants to talk about on it too, but, you know, that's one thing that, you know, when it comes to, to that, it's just interesting where everything's being wiped. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like I literally searched coast-to-coast radio, nothing. Couldn't find it anywhere. What? Mm. I don't know. It could be behind a, behind a paywall now, too, though.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Only fans? This kid. God.
2: Dang, he said he says he's got to take over for Tyler. Hey, By the way, Tyler's not with us. I don't know if you guys oh, can yeah. there, so. Dang, we forgot
0: to mention that. Tyler is sick. Shout out to Tyler Randall, though. Are missing, so we got these two in place for him. <laughs> <laughs> The fight.
2: <laughs> God.
1: If you're
0: watching YouTube, you just seen what I pointed at. <laughs> but um yeah, shout out to Tyler Randall, Scoton Cinema. He got sick, so hopefully it gets better by the time we record four one one soon. Yep.
2: Yeah. Excited be- for that one. I mean, that, I mean, and let's be real with it. It might be a two-parter. I mean, mm-hmm. cause as mu- I mean, there's, I mean, he's literally, David Pilates is literally releasing cases every like week, mm-hmm. like new cases, like 2022 missing people cases. And so, you know, I could talk about it for days. I mean, I really could. And I, I, that's the topic, you know, and, and, and you know, one thing too that people have been saying, like, you know, people are like, Hey, it might be this, might be that. Like we had somebody at the live event mention mm-hmm. it. And say that what they think it might have been. So I'm 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 super pumped for that episode.
0: Speaking of our live event, was there any weird things that happened, like hominy? Like was there a a person there that nobody knew of, or anybody come up to you with any kind of strange stories during the event?
1: Not during the event that that I know of. Uh, You know, just everybody was messaging me saying that they had a story that they wanted to tell they didn't get a chance to tell but we went there for a long time so mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, but maybe we, you know if we ever get a chance to come back, you know we'll, we'll give everybody another opportunity and we got other events coming up so if you didn't get to tell your story at Pawnee, catch us at Creek Nation or, or Ponca Nation or call Nation or Osage Nation. You know, these ones are coming out pretty quick, so you, you know, follow. You follow October twenty first. Yeah, you follow as well. Uh, come hit us up and you follow, or you know, you'll have you know several opportunities to tell your story. So if you didn't get a chance, I want to invite you to come back to one of our events and and uh, tell your story.
0: But the next one's Porum, Oklahoma. Is that on Saturday, October eighth?
1: Yeah, that's a Saturday. Okay, so. Uh, We'll be there in full effect, and uh, I think you guys are going to be surprised. I got a special treat for you guys that come (laughs) down there, so you're going to have something going on, so come check us out.
2: could you, I I guess really, I guess tell everybody, is is there a certain spot we're going to be at Forum, or are we going to be, is there going to be like, because last time when we were at BA, we had people scouring for us, couldn't find us. Is Uh there there a certain spot we're going to be, or are we just going to be, in the mix
1: it's gonna be a surprise Uh, so you guys uh, you guys come (laughs) down and check it out and you know we're gonna have uh, the full crew there hopefully and if everybody stays well and definitely keep us all in your prayers because i know uh flu season's coming up so Mm -hmm. you know again you know we want to make sure everybody's in good health and you know doing doing right and doing good and you know You know, Tyler, you know, we we hope and pray that, you know, he gets back on his feet pretty quick. So, yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. sure.
0: Cut it right here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for the listeners to who sent us stories. Mm -hmm. We appreciated those. If you have stories, send them to us. Instagram, Facebook. Um, Follow us on TikTok. We go live. We try to go live every other Sunday when we can. And Wednesdays we go. We're trying to make it every week, but stuff happens. So yeah, life happens. I mean, it don't matter. But you'll catch us on there. Yeah, you'll we'll, catch us on there. and We'll announce it the day before or whatever. But
2: oh, also to the Gmail uh, unsolved reservation mysteries at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Send your stories there. Russell kind of sifts through them, and if he if he needs anything, he'll send it to us, and we'll, we'll read it on air. But Appreciate you guys listening, for sure. Yep.
0: Yep. Share this. Tell everybody you know. Rate us. Review us. Wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, go ahead and plug yourself up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you hold a tiger. You hold a tiger on Facebook. Um, one man band. 918 on TikTok. Um, I was just in Eureka Springs. I posted a video uh, of a ghost or I guess really a ghost investigation slash ghost tour that we, we, we did over there. Um, kind of a weird thing that happened with one of the drains. Um, but, uh, go ch- go, go, uh, go, I guess, what does it follow on there? Jeez, Yeah. Yeah. Go follow me on there. Um, I'd like to promote John tiger artworks, um, too. That's my uncle. Uh, give him a message. He might have something for you. Uh
1: this is Chris Hill. You can follow me on uh, TikTok or Instagram under Christopher Honka Hill. i got several stories on there. Again, check it out. Again, we'll be at different events this coming October.
0: Aho and If you want us to come to your res, your community, or whatever, email me, that email that Yeho gave out, or message us on Instagram or whatever. Wherever you can find us, try to send us a message and. We can work out something to where we can come to your res or even Skinwalker Ranch.
2: Yep, yep.
0: Let us know. Send us over there. Whatever. We'd love to check that out. I think it'd be interesting to kind of have our own experiences there. Um, pretty scary, but still, I would be down for it.
2: I mean, we, hey, we'd be really deuced. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. One. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <But> My bad. <laughs> My bad. Oh, whoa, whoa!
2: <laughs> Got those depends on deck.
0: <laughs> but follow us on on TikTok at Reservation underscore Mysteries. Follow us on Instagram at undersolved Reservation Mysteries. Facebook Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. Um, you could you could follow me as well. rustamus us uh, forty nine at Okie Podcast as well. Uh, check out all these episodes on NativeOklahomaMagazine.com and check out, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation as well. Go like our videos, comment, talk amongst each other, hang out, and share the videos so we can hit the algorithm. And one last thing, I want to remind everybody, rate us, review us. Give us five stars. Everybody give us five stars on wherever you listen to us, Spotify, Apple, wherever. Give us that. Uh, give us that. Or one. It don't matter.
2: <laughs> no, don't give us one. We'll come for you now.
0: I'm not telling you what to do. but Five stars, please. But the next episode will be missing 411 for sure. So until next time, stay spooky, everybody. Don't forget to smile.